Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. The show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lunid, and today we have the honor of introducing a very special guest to the show, Laura Brennan Ballard. Now, she is the ambassador of life empowerment, science of empowerment, and today we're going to dive into what that means in terms of connectivity, in terms of energy and healing. And Laura, you know, she's the expert and I, you know, I I can't wait to talk about how our energy just kind of guides and lets everything flow. So with no further ado, Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lunid. Thank you. Everything is possible for me. Uh, People always ask me, why are you so happy? How can you always be so positive? Of course, we all have challenges, right? There's always something coming into our life that brings about a challenge. But I feel that when we are equipped with a certain mindset and a certain connectivity to know that we have the potential to move through challenges, it brings us a sense of calm, a sense of peace, and we're able to not react but more respond so that we can get a better experience from whatever it is that's causing us uh, some disruption. So I love speaking about empowerment. Um, I really truly believe that every human being is born with this genius and this brilliance in them. And then of course, it's the human condition, right? That disrupts that ability and that potential. So I wrote the book, I speak all over the world, and I just try to reawaken what we already know, but some of us have forgotten. Yeah, absolutely. And it could be anything that can stop the flow, essentially, right? Pinch our flow, our ability to just kind of embrace or receive abundance or whatever that may be. So share with us, as you know much about this, how do we align with negative thoughts and behavior patterns so that we can overcome some of the challenges that we face? How do we get to the bottom of that? Yeah, I really do believe whether you're looking at neuroscience or psychology or we're just looking at the way the human condition um, is structured, negativity wires more easily, more readily in the brain than positive. I think it's just something that's really wired from ancestral, you know, experiences from our history. When we hear no, there's a tonality to it. There's something about that negative that hits us rather than yes, but of course you can do that. And I think that we have already preset in us 
expectations that were going to come up against challenges rather than being raised in environments of having the skill set in place. So negativity for me is just a contrast mechanism. All it is, it's in place to remind you to expand, to explore, Mm -hmm. to go in its opposition. So when you come up against something that's, again, very challenging and very negative, rather than react and get pushed back on your heels, right? Put those shoulders back, put that chin up and know I've got what it takes to move through that pattern, that reaction. And I really think it's just about redesigning the way we look at our life and becoming excited and curious and active. And how can I change negative patterns, negative behaviors, negative feelings, and really recalibrate and turn them around into something quite positive. And it's very doable. It really is. I agree. And I I think it takes the time, the work and the time to do it. But isn't it crazy how that's not our default? Like literally like 95% of the time we are defaulted to that, that space of negative thought. We're not enough. We're not good enough or just it's ingrained. It's really sad. It's ingrained so much that it drives our behavior. And like, we have to learn how to be kind to ourselves. We have to learn how to reprogram ourselves for the opposite. It's interesting. And look at the world today. I mean, we could pick a thousand points of interest of where I think the universe, however we look at it, God, universal energies is trying to say enough We are all one. We are human beings together. Why are we breaking each other down and apart? Mm -hmm. What is going on in the structure of our families, our churches, our school systems, our work environments, where we're not elevating one another? People, I think, are are quite broken and fractured. And then they bring that energetic kind of structure into every experience. So, you know, I've I've practiced this in my daily life. I do this, of course, with all my life empowerment coaching clients. I really hold the position of an empowered being, not enlightened over something, empowered mm-hmm. so that you begin to feel that within yourself. Yeah. Right. So if I hold the opportunity for you and I to move through something that we're stuck in. And I hold the knowing that we can get through it. Eventually, you'll feel that. You'll feel that frequency and that vibe of it. And you'll stop reacting and holding so tight to the pattern because you'll realize I'm just fighting against myself, not the other person. The energy flows in that way. And so with the power, the science of empowerment, and allowing the energies to kick in. How do you begin with your clients? How do you begin having to be to do this work? Yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. What I did was pretty unique. Um, all of my clients read the science of empowerment first. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't understand quantum physics, right, or psychology or new sciences, or whether they meditate or do yoga, whether they understand that mind and body and consciousness are all connected. I always tell them just suspend all of your doubts, all of your apprehension, any of the fear, and just read the book. 
and journal alongside the book because the material was written to really spark questions and get deep into the psyche and really start to expand the way the person reading the book is feeling. So they keep a journal and then they show up and we just start talking about it. It's never been an issue. There's so much that comes out of reading the book and how they reflect it back onto themselves and how pretty quickly they realize that I've been blaming someone else, my grandparents, my parents, a school teacher, uh, my boss at work, my partner, my husband, my wife. I'm always going outside of myself and wanting it to change. And there's something about the way the book is written that it allows you to bring that accountability onto yourself. And then that allows us to begin to have compassion for one another because we realize we really truly become these walking algorithms of other people's thoughts, other people's behavior. And we mimic them right from being in the womb all the way through our life. We just become what we see, what we think, and we're taught how to handle conflict. And it's just a pattern. And the science of empowerment gives you a formula and a skill set where you understand that you are in the power seat of choice and you can recreate patterns in a positive way and you can really release negative behaviors and habits. Yes. And now I want to know about what the process looks like, right? Because we talked about to do this, you talk about an intelligent system. Yes. Yes. So walk us through what that process looks like to stop living in somebody else's shadow, somebody else's predetermined idea of who we are and who we ought to be and start living in that empowerment space. Yes. And I really want to let the listening audience know that in our neuromuscular training facility, where all of the science of empowerment was constructed, right? We we collected data and we experimented with our clients at this point before I wrote the book and went out into the world to speak about it. And we have seven-year-old children applying this formula. Really? They're connect yeah, it's super cool. They're connecting into their intelligence. We remind them that they came into this world with this brain, this mind matrix that allows them to put information in and choose how they want to output to the world. We teach them that you are accountable for how you speak how you behave, how you interact, and they get it. So there is an intelligence within us. And even if you feel that you're far away from it, you know, whether you do breath work or whether you do prayer work or you sit in church or you meditate, whatever it may be, when you quiet the mind and you suspend the doubt, It will show itself. It will come out somehow. There'll be a calling or a nudge, right? That instinct, that gut feeling. And the beautiful thing that we did, and I say we, I always give a heartfelt acknowledgement to my brother, Chris Brennan. He is the creator of the J3 equals E formula. And that is the formula that really was the impetus for me to create the science of empowerment. And it's five principles three fields of energy and very simplistic, very applicable formula to every experience, 
everyday living. And when you pull in the principles and you choose the power seat of either neutral or positive, your experiences begin to change very quickly. It's quite astonishing when people read the book, become coachable and apply the formula. Many lives have changed around the world. I'm humbled um, and at the same time, very proud of uh, what my brother and I have created and how it really is helping people dissolve old, antiquated, outdated, unnecessary patterns of thinking and behaving so that their home life is more peaceful. The family dynamics are less chaotic. Children are learning manners and respect and care for themselves and for their family. And people are taking this into their work environment, into the corporate environment. It's quite amazing. Yeah, well put. And I know you yourself, that infinite intelligence, intelligence system. And I know for sure that you've been guided through it, right? To even stop this, to even go through with the the book in the business and in the lab. So you've been guided by an infinite intelligence yourself because, you know, really it's about what you think and what you believe. You Because what do you say? We create our world, right? Our thoughts become things. Absolutely. And it really is. And and when you come up against someone, uh, I have a, a, a friend that was uh, raised in absolute abject poverty, was abused in a, in a way that you don't even know how he survived. And he made it through. And the gratitude and the heart-centered energy that he carries forward with his wife, with his children, you look at situations like that. And sometimes you, you know, you ask yourself, how do humans manage, right? And and we see the world in our history and, and how people have made it through. But we have that ability. We have it. We, and I believe that, you know, I say this all the time, um, we're child of the stars of God. And whatever God means to you, it's but there's there's an omnipresence in this world, and we are all part of it. We're made up of that energy yeah. and that beauty and that intelligence. How we individually connect to it is a beautiful journey. And who are we to judge? But it is there. And I really, you know, it's a passion and a mission of mine to remind everyone that take the time to tune in. Tap into that current of energy, mindset, uh, spirit, soul connectivity. However you find your way, find it and not live a life where at the end of it, you realize that you're unfulfilled, that you didn't tap into your potential, that you didn't add value and somehow, you know, not contribute right to the collective good of all of the human family. So I think it's very important to each of us to find a way to connect with one another and continue to keep broadening right our network of connectivity so that we can help those that maybe lack the confidence or live in doubt that they don't have that same connection to an internal um you know guidance system but we absolutely all have it we're born with it Yes, it's eternal. I totally agree. So I'm curious yeah. to how you you get up, dress up and show up and and how do you 
you maintain being in this space, right? How do you maintain the, the that energy flow? Because there's, there's some work that has to do on a regular basis to, for it. You know, for some yes. people, it's meditation, it's, it's stretching, it's, it's moving, whatever it might be. So I'm curious, like, what's embodied in your morning routine to help you show up? Yes. Well, I love that, you know, get up, get dressed up and show up. Um, yeah. I'm a firm believer in make your bed, tidy up your surroundings, take your shower, get yourself presenting to the world. Even if you're sitting in a home office or a studio, it's so important for the human psyche to show up for yourself. If you don't understand what that feels like to have that relationship with yourself, how can you truly have authentic influence in a positive, compassionate way to other people, right? You need to own the experience before you ask someone else to journey through it. So I really, um, I'm a bit of an outlier on my morning routine and I fluctuate as you all, I love the words you use, the flow. Uh, there are months where I wake up very early and I will meditate uh, to Gregorian chants and I will do Hatha yoga and I will have a smoothie and I will put my face in the sun and then my day begins. Um, at present time, my morning routine, which I love, I think it's the best morning routine ever. I get up. I get myself ready to go and I create. I am in a hyper creative mode right now. And I have been for the last few years and I love it. I just get right into my studio and I just have a little bit of breath work and I calm the mind down for a moment, but then immediately I expand it. And I asked the universe to bring me what they feel would best support my daily work. And I really tap in again to that God energy, that universal flow. And what can I do today that will better serve humanity? What can I write? What podcast may I show up on? How can I work with someone and co-collaborate and co-create so we make the world a better place? So my morning routine is really about connectivity and elevating the human condition. And right now, that's what I do every day. That's awesome. It's like you waking up and saying, how can I serve? How can I enhance yeah. humanity in any way? How can I be better so that I'm better to everyone else? Absolutely. And it really does start with self. And it's not a selfish act. It's selfless. We need to know what that feels like to love, to be fully engaged, to open our heart, to move through challenges, um, mm -hmm. to put some of our own needs aside. We need to really move into the human, the human flow of self-recognition and self-expression. As I said, it then allows us to have authenticity into our message and what we're expressing to one another. Um, so I really feel it's important to spend time with yourself, even if it's just a moment or two throughout the day, just to connect right to that internal intelligence that's always there supporting us and wanting us to do better than the day before. Because as you stated, when our energy is aligned with that knowing, we do show up for one another, um, I think quite remarkably. And I cannot agree more that alignment and you're, you're being guided. And so you can, you can rest assured that things are going to be all right and that you're moving in the right direction because your steps are ordered. Um, yeah, almost. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, tell us, uh, how can we connect with you? Where can we find you? 
Yes. So everyone right now can go on www.thescienceofempowerment.com. We're getting ready to launch on Amazon, the book, but right now I sell it exclusively. There's mm, maybe about 500 copies, limited signed edition copies left. And then once it goes to Amazon, um, it's for the world to to have. And my life empowerment coaching is on there. I do speaking engagements virtually um, around the world. Anything and everything that someone possibly could think of creating and, again, co-collaborating where I may add value and be in service of what they're already doing. And I may just add another layer or enrich what they already are feeling. I, again, I really just love the connection and working with others and bettering ourselves and our global community. So the science of empowerment.com, all my information is out there. Email, phone me, reach out for coaching, speaking the book, and um, I'll show up. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing. It's been so in- insightful just hearing about um, what is it that you do and how we can actually move away from those negative patterns to Absolutely. show up better as individuals. What's one quote that, that, you know, is profound and that's dear to you that you'd like to leave us with? Yes, uh, probably my favorite quote out of the book. Uh, and there's something uh, really interesting in the book. There's what we call uh, champagne bubbles. And there are these takeout bubbles with quotes all throughout the book. And my readership around the world puts them all over in places and each, you know, has all these wonderful, unique uh, ones that they love. But my favorite is fear has no place in a civilized mind. Hmm. Wow. Yes. It has no space in a civilized mind. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it has that. no place in, uh, in a civilized mind because it really doesn't. Right. If you really, truly look at the purpose of why we are to be a civilized being, fear would not come in, right? Fear represents the hate, the destruction, right? The divisiveness, the fragmentation, uh, the distortion. So we want to remove fear from the civilized mind when open to the expansion of all things that are beautiful and purposeful and empowering. Saying fear is also the, the notion of like, losing something, losing yourself, losing someone, the fear of losing thing. But if we are surrounded by the abundance, we know that the infinite intelligence that we know that there is pure abundance. There's not a lack. Therefore, there will be no room for fear. Yeah, we never lose anything. We only gain. Well put. Laura, this has been tremendous. Thank you so much for your thoughts and your light today. Thank you so much. And congratulations on your beautiful addition to your family. All right, morning enthusiasts, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.